Hi, I'm Jess. And I'm George. And this is Transpantastic, a podcast about gender, identity, orientation, and all the life that happens around it. Like holidays. And delayed holidays. Because we've always had holidays off of the holidays. Mm -hmm. With blended families and children with visitation with other parents and families, it's always been a thing. And for the past three or four years, we've had before holidays. Mm -hmm. But because... Yeah, everybody gets used to it being about a week before. So it surprised me and it surprised all our usual participants that we were going to have our holiday a week late. Well, a lot of them were quite pleased with that because it gave them an extra week to plan and purchase and and do whatever they needed. Big cookies. Oh, gosh. (laughs) But you know, this is an annual cycle every seven, well, every five to seven years, the holiday moves from like the beginning of the week to the end of the week. And then the kids of school breaks will go from like being the week before Christmas to the week after Christmas, starting that week. And so yeah, it's it's a cycle. It had been some years that we had been having it before. And so everybody was a little startled, including you. Mm -hmm. But it was good to have it after because we we really did need that extra time this year. Yeah, we needed some some time to uh, regrouping was taking longer this year. So when it came time to start planning these things, and everybody knew that it was supposed to be the week after Christmas, mm-hmm. for some reason we still had people who weren't quite sure what was going on. Yeah, a, f- a few of them kept thinking we would have our Christmas Eve on New Year's Eve or something. And yeah, so we probably because Christmas Eve was a Saturday and Christmas Day was a Sunday. So they thought we were going to do it exactly a week later, but we did tell them the 30th and the 31st. Correct. And the 31st for everybody coming over for breakfast and all that nonsense. So, but they all had other Christmas type things and other holiday events. And I think that threw them off. Well, also the fact that our teacher friend was told by our own child that it was the wrong day. (laughs) Maybe I thought I was sitting in the room and kept saying to him, because he was at, he, he called her on the phone okay, like a week or so ago mm-hmm. and because he was asking me about some gift that she was mailing. And I said, I really don't know. Ask her. And he called her, which I thought was bizarre because he was talking on his phone. Teenagers don't do that. Phones I, are not for talking. I didn't understand what was happening either. So since he was on the phone with her, I said, tell her we're having breakfast on Saturday. Next week, Saturday, New Year's Eve, we're having our Christmas. Yes. And I thought he told her that, but it still got mixed up. It did still get mixed up. But that's okay. They, and they managed. it got mixed with your aunt as well. Well, And that's... with number zero child as well. <laughs> yes. And I think with Zero Child, it was more the transference of one day, one eve to another eve and one day to another day mm-hmm. of the similar yeah. you know, week apart holidays of stuff. Whereas my aunt asked me every day what Zero Child's girlfriend's name was. Every day, same question. Your aunt does not remember things. And still put it wrong on the present and had to go back and fix it. Oh my gosh. Uh And eventually you just texted it to her. I don't think she reads her text. Oh, wow. It's a problem with that age group, so I understand. I guess that's what it is then. I don't know. but um, And and did call her the wrong name today. Oh gosh, of course she did. Yeah. But even with those folks getting it a little sideways, the two kids who live here, number two and number three, were fairly well on it. They were, and it was strange for us. 
It was, especially when about two weeks before Christmas, before actual Christmas, number two comes to me and says, I'm going to text you something. <laughs> and I'm like, he likes oh, to God. come and tell you that. Oh, God, what now? I know, right? And then he texts me a, a screenshot of a thing on Amazon. Uh-huh. And I'm like, okay. It, and then he, he- You could tell it wasn't for him. So that's probably why it was confusing. Yeah. And he then sends me an actual like text that he had dictated to the phone that said, I have the money. Can you get this for me? Mm -hmm. And I said, you know, I recapped that this is not a thing that Amazon is selling. It's a third party seller. So there's extra shipping charge. And do you have this amount of money to come bring to me? And he says, yes, I do. And I said, okay, then I can get that for you. Mm -hmm. And the thing he was ordering, I had to laugh because it's the thing he always complains that we have too much of. Whenever he's putting away the dishes, he says, why do we have so many mugs? Because probably five of them came from my office and will go back to my office probably in another week or two when I start going back regularly three days a week, but still. Right. Yeah. So he, I heard both of you, you and <clears throat> I heard you and him saying, uh, you said to him on Christmas, do you want to give your dad your extra present? And I had no idea what you could be talking about. Because and he brings me a box. He wants me to open it, but we're cleaning his room. And he kept saying, let's open your present now. And I'm like, we're going to finish your room because we we're going through his clothes that didn't fit as I needed to know if he doesn't have any pants to wear. I need to know this before he doesn't have any pants to wear. Right. Yeah. And he's a growing teenager and possibly needs they do clothing. That. They outgrow their clothing. They need more of it. And he tries to put it on anyway. Oh my gosh, he does. I, I needed to take some of those away. Mm-hmm. That's and, the only way to get him to stop wearing them. Yeah. So eventually we were done with the room and he gives me a present and I still don't understand. And he, he bought me a... Well, hold on now. Mm -hmm. Here's the thing. When he came and told me this, mm -hmm. I had already bought all the presents because this is the thing that often happens in families. I'm seeing... Remember that um, the man who has it all... Facebook group. This is a thing that goes around meme pages where, you know, people realize, you know, there's always the one parent who buys all the presents and the other parent who has no clue what's in any of them, even though half of them have their, that parent's name on them. Yep. And this is what I do. I just buy all the presents and then I give a short list of presents to each of the kids so that they can say, you know, oh, I want to put my name on the hoodie for dad and on the game controller for number three. And mm -hmm. yeah, they'll, they'll, they'll decide what, what their name goes on. I already had all of these when number two comes and says, I want to buy this thing for dad. And so on actual Christmas, I was like, let's go ahead and let dad have something on actual Christmas mm -hmm. because it's an extra one. Yes. But he was all like, I don't want to be cleaning my room. And so I'm going to try and give my dad his present now. Yeah. He kept... He kept trying and I kept saying, no, we're <laughs> going to finish what we're doing, which is what I've always told him whenever doing something. Oh, yeah. So anyhow, I was so confused and he gave it to me and he's like, it's a mug and it's uh, the Cubs and it has their names on it. It was uh, a 2016 when they won the World Series. Mm -hmm. So it had all their names on it on a, a W and uh, he was pointing it all out to me and, and I was like, okay, and why am I getting a mug? <laughs> <You know? laughs> From the kid who always complains that we I, have too I don't many understand. mugs. Like, I didn't realize he had bought it himself yet. So yeah, that was a weird thing. Like he saw a thing and picked it out for me and actually bought it. And actually paid his own money and he like knew that you like the Cubs. So he was going to get you the Cubs thing from when they won the championship. Yeah, himself. Like, you know, 
he needed your help because he can't do it himself. But but still, he got it himself. He thought of me, picked that- something, and purchased it, which yeah was bizarre. And so around this time, number three child is asking you. Oh my gosh. I get a text message, like maybe the day after actual Christmas, not our Christmas, mm-hmm. that says, um, what size cardigan do you wear? Right. And here, here's the thing, like... There's 15 cardigans hanging on that hook over there. I'm sure of it. Because I wear cardigans around the house all the time. I wear them to the office instead of blazers on occasion. You wear them instead of coats while you're shoveling snow. It's true. Yeah. The fact that I have like a dozen cardigans and that we have a dozen mugs and that these are the things that our children get us. Because they notice them. Because they notice. Mm -hmm. And that's like, hooray for personal development or something. Uh (laughs) It's kind of wild. It it is kind of wild. But that was when I knew that number three and their boyfriend Mm -hmm. were doing Christmas shopping at the after Christmas sales, which like I said, it was a good thing that we had our Christmas. We also taught them well. Yes. Very good. Yes. No complaints there. Yeah, that's why my mug was probably a good deal. Yours was actually ordered two weeks before Christmas. Oh, but I mean, because they that was from a championship uh, six, oh, yes. six years ago. That makes sense. Yes, now I gotcha. Yes. <laughs> they're, they're shopping some old bargains. Yes, they are. Yeah. That is true. Very good. Good job, kids. Mm-hmm. Weird that you thought of us. <laughs> Don't expect it to continue. <laughs> We, we have nothing to say. <laughs> so, you know, I mean, they did they did bring us these things, and then they did come for the actual appointed holiday, yes. as, as we observed it. Yes. And surprisingly enough, everyone came when they were supposed to, and there was no drama. And even your aunt, who is a drama addict, was like, well-behaved and liked her presence and didn't start shit with anybody. You know, now that you mention it, that was weird. She was well-behaved and didn't start shit with anybody. (laughs) She really likes nightgowns, and you always pick her really soft nightgowns out for... And she was very happy with those. Yes. Very, very happy. And... And she had, you know, Zero Child and Zero Child's girlfriend catering to her, and Mm -hmm. so she was getting attention, Mm -hmm. and... So it was good. She was she was happy that way. That was good. Mm-hmm. And the other wild card that I was concerned about was number three's boyfriend, because he was going to be coming over, staying the night after our, you know, we have traditions for Christmas Eve, in air quotes, and Christmas Day, in air quotes. And we're going to go through this 24 hours worth of traditions, mm-hmm. regardless of whichever day we happen to do it on. Yes. And so he wanted to come and be part of that. Mm -hmm. And I had no problem with that. But it was also weird to have like strange boy in teenager's twin bed staying the night. Yeah, yeah, that that is weird. And we have a tradition where on Christmas morning, or whatever Christmas morning we celebrate, Mm -hmm. they wake up with something warm and fuzzy on their bed waiting for them. Mm -hmm. And it could be a blanket, it could be clothes like sweaters or hats or scarves, or it could be pajamas. Many, many times it has been pajamas because growing kids need that. Blankets, all sorts of warm, fuzzy things. And number three texted and said. Because you grew up in a cold place. I did. Mm -hmm. And so number three texted like a day or two before our Christmas and said, is boyfriend going to be included in the pajamas that we wake up to in the morning? What? They're thinking again? I know. 
Wow. It's kind of wild. Wow. And I said, they can be. What size size pajamas do they wear? So they told me the size and I went out shopping and I could not find any more Christmas pajamas because it was like two or three days after Christmas at that point. I figured I would do the same thing and go out and get the Christmas deals, but there weren't any more in the right size. There were no pajamas for male people. Yes, there were girl pajamas. There were no boy pajamas. Which he might have worn, but not not in the right size is a problem. Yeah. That is correct. Yeah. And so I ended up getting like a, a stuffy massager thing that he has now decided is his new favorite stimmy toy. Yeah, because he's kind of like that. He, he's a bit neurodivergent, which is adorable when he's not being the star of the show at the dinner table. I know. He even had a uh, number two child's mouth hanging open <laughs> with how he just keeps going and, and going, going and, and going. going. He's a fucking energizer bunny. It's kind of yeah. funny. Yeah. But yeah, so it was, it was kind of wild that these kids are like thinking ahead and planning ahead and then... And I'm like, oh my God, my teenager has their boyfriend in their bedroom sleeping over for the night. Do I really want to go in there and put pajamas in there? And and they were both like fully clothed, sleeping back to back with no, no covers on. <laughs> and I had to laugh. Uh-huh. Sort of like you and I will sometimes sleep back to back, like not spooning, but like. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. And that's how they were sleeping. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is stupidly adorable. <laughs> Yeah, and everything was okay. Yeah. Except... Oh, shit. (laughs) Christmas morning. Part of our traditions, my traditions that I have glommed onto you now, Mm -hmm. is that you have a big breakfast Christmas morning. Right, and when the kids were little, we did all this stuff very early in the morning because they were ready to open their stockings at early o'clock. Because little kids want Christmas on early o'clock. Yes. They are now teenagers, and we can say Christmas brunch is at nine. Mm-hmm, right. And people will arrive between nine and ten, mm-hmm. and breakfast was ready around 9.30, 9.45. Mm-hmm. And we started opening presents a little after ten, and it was all good. It was, and the whole thing was all good. Except. Except I forgot my meds. Which you have to take with breakfast. Right. And I I was busy before that. We didn't get up super early because there were no children, you know, haranguing after us for early o'clock Christmas. They were sleeping Mm -hmm. because they're teenagers. And we had some phone calls from Zero Child on their way, stopping at the store. Do we need something? All that kind of stuff. And picking up. Pick up your aunt. Yeah. So, and I wasn't starving, so I was waiting till breakfast to take my meds, but then I was off schedule. And because I was off schedule, I forgot the meds entirely. And not only that, but by the time you were ready to eat, we had a lot of company there. And so, like, what are you going to do? Like, set out all your pills and make sure you're taking them while you're trying to have a conversation with all our company? I would have stopped and gone and done it, yes. But I did not think of it because it was... Because we had company. Yes. (laughs) And it was fine until it wasn't which was afternoon. And at first I wasn't sure what was going on because when we were done with our Christmas, mm-hmm. I was going to give blood. And and I could see over the course of the morning that you were, in hindsight, I can see your antidepressant just slowly fading out of your system. But I didn't realize that's what it was at the time. I thought you were just getting overdone with all the people and all the doings. I, I kind of thought that too. And so you were just happy to get out of the house and go go do your blood donation and it would be okay. Yeah, but it wasn't. It wasn't. So when I went to take my pills last night, I pulled out the pill case and was like, shit, no wonder I feel really wrong here. Right. I am. Oh. 
And because, I felt bad for you. Oh, and then I was so mad at myself for putting myself through such an afternoon where I kept trying to figure out like what I had done wrong and it was what I hadn't done. Well, and that I was trying to figure out what I had done wrong because you were irritable and mopey and I figured I must have done something to set you off. Right. Like yeah. I had I had done something that you weren't going to try and talk to me about in front of the kids or in front of all of our company and you were just going to deal with it until we could have some alone time to hash out what had happened and I could apologize and make amends and and so I'm like walking on eggshells like trying to figure out like how can I make this better for George and it'll be okay and no, I was, I kept thinking, what is wrong with me? And what's wrong with me is I need meds and I need to take them every day. Yes, I so, don't think that's wrong with you. I think that the-, the It fact- is if I don't take them. Okay, yes, that part I will give you. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. It This happens to me every once in a while and typically it happens in December. I don't know if that's because it gets light out so late in the morning and I just get off schedule or what, Mm -hmm. but it it can happen to me. And I usually try to be really careful during December because it's typically when I will have a problem like that and have a bad result from it Mm -hmm. because also seasonal affective problems. Right. So yeah, I was really ready to take my meds right away this morning because I couldn't take them later in the day. It would have kept me up all night. Mm Mm-hmm. And that's not good either. So I do have a as-needed anxiety med, and so I took that instead because I needed it by then. (laughs) Oh, gosh. So, yeah. Today was so great because I took my meds. Well, today was great for you. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, you you were having sort of a day. I was because you know Christmas is over, and so I have to take number one child back to his dad's house. And number one and three have been having a little bit of an issue with their dad lately because he's been trying to take in some roommates that have not exactly been getting along with the kids and having some other issues going on with his mental health and whatever else is happening there is not my job to manage, but it is my job to make sure that the kids are safe and healthy. Right. And so number one needs to go back to his dad's house after coming to our house for the holiday. It's time to go back because that's where he stays. Yes, but he also has a very interesting schedule. Well, he said that he hasn't been sleeping much because his father has been keeping him awake a lot. Yeah. And he's always been a night owl. He's always been a night owl. And all three of these kids said it when when they were having dinner with us the night before because my aunt had called. Mm Mm-hmm. He had gotten up at two in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. Number two child had gotten up at three or four. Mm-hmm. And number three had been up around 10. 10 or 11, which is very functional for a teenager, I think. Absolutely. Yeah. But yeah, on our Christmas Eve, they, they had all gotten up between late morning and mid-afternoon. Yes. So today I'm supposed to be taking number one back to his dad's and I start trying to wake him up around 10 because he had been up at 9.30 on our Christmas day. He had been up for brunch. He had been up for, you know, presents and everything else. He was awake and functional and quite pleasant. He wasn't, he wasn't functional for the beginning of the, like the first hour. He wasn't terribly functional. We, the, the other two kids were very patient trying to wait for him because they wanted to wait and open their stockings when he got there. 
and he couldn't quite seem to get out of the bed. And when he did finally get out of the bed, he couldn't quite seem to function like get to the... I think that's why he finally drank a cup of coffee, which he said he hadn't been doing lately. Well, he's he's got this thing right now. Like this is what happened when I tried to get him to get ready to go today. Like it was the same thing on Christmas morning. Like if anything is like, you have to do it right now, he's like taking his extra long time with it. And I don't know if that's like something that's going on with his dad or something with his own mental health or what, but like that, that's like the third time that it's happened in three days. Yeah. He was taking so long to just go sit down and open your stocking or sit there with your stocking while your siblings open their stockings. Meanwhile, he was in the kitchen that whole time. He was getting a cup of apple cider. He was getting his coffee. He was preparing his coffee. He was he was doing, and he was washing his hands after every single step. Yes. And so, yeah, I think there's, I mean, bes- between anxiety and OCD and the autism and everything else, I'm sure that there was something going on. But also, he's just really slow and really antsy and doing all the things. But he was up and he was doing the things. He's antsy and doing things, but not actually getting to where he needs to be. Mm-hmm. So today, when I was supposed to be taking him home, I start trying to wake him up at 10. He doesn't even get up out of the bed until like 1 or 2. And then he's not ready to go until like 3 or 4. You did ask him one of the times, so what's happening that you are washing your hands every five minutes? And he said he had just picked up something off the floor. So Yeah, and I think that that may be something... I don't know if that's that because he was not like that before. He did wash his hands a lot before it, when he was staying with us. But it could, could be the state of his dad. It could be, know. yeah. Could be a lot of things. There's a yeah. I, I'm thinking it's an anxiety response to things at his dad's right now. Mm-hmm. But either way, I had this plan today that I was going to go pick up the groceries, mm-hmm. and then I was going to make notes with you to record, mm-hmm. and then I was going to either go to the gym or take the boy home, the mm-hmm. adult boy, mm-hmm. and then do the other one of those two things, and then you. And I were going to record. Yes. Instead, I went and picked up groceries. Mm-hmm. We got laid. Mm-hmm. And then I waited around for many, many, many hours. Yeah, by then you were a little out of your mind. I was really frustrated. Yeah, you were. And I was ready to beat that child. And I'm like, you know what? I am glad that you are here. And I'm glad that you can have some downtime from what I'm sure is an unhealthy environment where you're living right now. But you need to be respectful of other people's time. He still couldn't get himself together and get out the door. It still took him probably 45 minutes at that point Mm -hmm. to, I don't know what, and then get to the car. Yeah. And so then when he finally does get to the car, you said, don't worry about anything else we've got going on. You just go ahead and go to the gym as soon as you've dropped him off. Right. So then I go back upstairs. I I saw your state of mind. (laughs) Because the gym is good for my mental health. It is, really. So I went upstairs and I got my iPad so that I could read on the elliptical and, you know, I got everything I needed for the gym. So I did make him wait a few more minutes after that just so that I could get everything and be ready. But still, then I get in the car. I take him over to his dad's house. I help him unload everything from the car. I set the things down on the stair. He knocks on the door at his dad's house and nobody answers the door. And I say, where are your keys? Do you have them ready? You know, you should, this is something we've been working on with number three child have your keys ready before you get out of the car. Mm-hmm. And he says they were basically absorbed by the hoarding mess at his dad's house. Okay. That they got misplaced or jumbled in with a bunch of other stuff. He doesn't know where they are. He doesn't know where his keys are. And he doesn't know where his father is. So he doesn't know how he's going to get into his father's house that he just had me take him home to. I felt really, I felt for you because you were already at your limit. I yeah. was ready to feed him to some bears. Yeah. 
So you you sent a text to uh, number three child and said, do you know where your keys are for your father's house? Mm-hmm. And they did because they have them on a one of those tags that you can... The key ring with the apple tag, yeah. Yeah. And you can have other tags because the adult boy does not have the same kind of phone. So no, you, but I, I think I need to get him like a tile tag when he gets his... Didn't I get him a tile tag last year? I think so. Or no, I gave those to, to number zero and their girlfriend. I don't... Yeah. Anyway. In any case, it, it might help. It might. So you were coordinating getting the key from his from- <laughs> sister. Yes. And I volunteered to bring the key to him so that you could leave him there and go to the gym. Oh my gosh. I said, I, I did. I, I thought, no, you just need to go to the gym now. And I had finished, you know, stuff around here. So I thought, mm, let me get, let me do this now. <laughs> Leave him outside in the cold. I know it's winter. He can be cold for a few minutes while I drive there. He He should have to be cold if he decided to leave his father's house without keys. Yes. (laughs) My God. Number three child had brought me their keys and said, their brother knows how to recognize which key it is and gave me the whole set of keys with the tag on it, knowing, and I did say to them, I will let him use your key and bring it right back to you Mm -hmm. because you are being responsible with your key, in other words, (laughs) and deserve your keys back as soon as they're done being used. So I did do that when I got there. I pulled up and made him walk over to where I was Mm -hmm. and said, your sister said, you know which key it is and that I need to bring those directly back to them. Mm -hmm. So he showed me the key when he came back to the car and it does say do not duplicate. So he can't just have one made. Unless you go to the little automated kiosk where they can't read the message on the written on the side of the key. It is kind of a weird key. It's like an old fashioned office key. Okay. Almost. Hmm. It's weird. It's a weird shape. Okay. You could see it on her keychain. I might. Yeah, the kiosk might be able to do it, but I, it's not a typical key. Okay. So it might not. Right. But he did say to me that he in, had intended to get another one from the office mm-hmm. and had not gotten to that. Right. And I just shrugged my shoulders, like my new t-shirt said, mm-hmm. and uh, said, okay, good idea. Good luck with that. See ya. Yup. And came back, and I was very glad to see that you had gone to the gym, because I, I knew you would feel so much better. much happier after going to the gym. <laughs> yeah. 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 Which was so many hours later than you had intended to. Which so. is why it is now so many hours later than we had intended to record, and I'm surprised that you're still awake and capable of holding a conversation. Well, me, I- me too, but... But I was just very glad that you you took care of yourself because sometimes you'll say, oh, no, I'm going to try to use our dilapidated rundown equipment mm-hmm. that we still have in the garage, which is not the same result as you going to the gym. The gym has all of the resistance equipment and all of the stretching equipment and the, yeah, all of the stuff to do body weight yeah. exercise. Yeah. Do the whole deal. Yep. So. Yep, yep. And... By the time I was driving back from bringing the adult boy a key, number two child was calling me. Oh, my God. <laughs> so this morning, I went in his room mm-hmm. to give him his pills around 9, 9.30, and said to him, hey, your bed, because he wanted a different bed. His bed is really soft and old. And given that it came from his other mother's house, we are all too happy to get that energy out of our house. 
Well, he, he, he might not have wanted it for those reasons as well. That's And fair. it's a queen size and he wanted a smaller bed. So I told him, your your bed is sitting in the hallway. It came yesterday and we should go ahead and get that put together. And he said, I was up so late. My friends kept me up really late and I just want to sleep and I'll go to bed at midnight tonight so I can do it tomorrow. And I said, okay. I mean, he made a plan. This is the thing we keep telling these kids to do to make a plan because they always want to do things last minute. Hey, like, hey, can you take me to my friends in 20 minutes? Or hey, can we go to the movies in an hour? Or can I have a haircut? Oh my God, this kid and this haircut. He's been trying to get a haircut for almost a month now. And I tell him, here is when I will be available today to give you a haircut. Come see me during that time. He doesn't. And he never comes during the times that I will be available. He's either playing his game or sleeping. And so he hasn't gotten a haircut and then he'll come later in the day and say, hey, can you give me that haircut now? And I say, no, I'm doing other things. I told you when I would be doing things that I could stop doing to give you a haircut. Yeah. And today he said the same thing. He said, when can I get a haircut? And I said, dude, get up during the day. Yeah. But so I'm driving home. <laughs> from giving the one kid a key and he calls me. He always calls me when I leave to do something. Yeah. I should have left earlier. (laughs) He did not call me when I'm like shoveling snow or doing a chore. He won't call. No. But he calls and uh, he's mad and he starts yelling at me and he says, it's it's dark out already and I slept the whole day and why didn't you wake me up? <laughs> like, why didn't you call me? You and, did try first, and wake him up. But at first he's saying, I think he's saying, he's calling me and saying, why did you call me? I said, I didn't call you. He says, that's what I mean. You didn't call me and why didn't you call me? And it's dark and I slept all day and now it's dark and... And I'm like, okay, well, (laughs) but now that you're up, can you go take your shower? And now he's even more mad. He says, and you, so you don't even care. You don't even care that I slept all day and now it's dark and fine. I'll take my shower. And he hangs up on me. And I'm like, actually, no, don't. (laughs) No. I just want you to go in the shower before you forget. Oh, for fuck's sake. And you told me you wanted to sleep. So I'm, yep. you know, I let you sleep. You told mm-hmm. me the other day, you told me this is your vacation. What does it matter if you sleep until three or four? So I, I said, I guess it doesn't as long as you do your chores. So go ahead. And right? now how dare you let him? Well, I think he was relying on me to do what I had been doing before he gave me this. It's his vacation. Can't he sleep if he wants to lecture? Oh my God. And we made an agreement that he could, as long as he did his chores mm-hmm. and did everything he was supposed to, mm-hmm. responsibilities, mm-hmm. their priority around here. Yes. We have to do them, so so do they. Mm-hmm. I think he, you know, so those times I had said to him, like, I'd bring him his afternoon pill and I'd say, hey, you should get up before it, while it's still light out, you should get up. Mm-hmm. It's late now and it's going to be dark in an hour. But I was doing some chores when his pill alarm went off. Mm-hmm. At three. And so I sent him a text saying, Hey, it's time for your afternoon pill. Please take your pill. Because I was busy. Right. And his afternoon pill is not like his main pills. So it's not the one that's going to make or break his ability to function. No, it's not. So I just thought, well, it, it'll just work out the way it works out. I mean, yep. you know, I was more concerned with the day that you were having oh. than I was with 
what time he was sleeping till. Right. And I think it was good for him. He was a little bit shocked that I did not take care of everything for him. And I think he, he also said to me on the phone, now I won't be able to go to sleep because I say that to him when he's sleeping all day. Mm-hmm. I say, you're going to have a hard time sleeping later. So don't complain to me when you can't sleep. Mm-hmm. Well, all those things happened and he probably will have a hard time sleeping today, uh, tonight, because he is going to have his stuff off at 12. Because mm-hmm. he made that agreement with me this morning. Mm-hmm. Uh, that he would be done at midnight with his game. I usually give him an extra half hour on the phone after that because I just call it a phone pacifier, phone binky. I think it's just like when he missed the bus that time. He just needs to have the the actual real world consequence of his own choices in order to realize that they were bad choices, mm-hmm. which is a very teenager thing. Holy crap. Is he having age appropriate trouble? I think so. Hooray! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think there's a pretty good chance he's going to ask me if he could stay up a little later. And I'm going to say, no, you you made an agreement with me this morning. Mm -hmm. You wanted to sleep and you would stop your game at midnight tonight so we can do the bed tomorrow. And I told you that tomorrow was the only time I have because I have to work on the other days. So that's that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So what was gendery about all of this holiday nonsense? I mean, I wore my Santa shirt, but I do that every year. You wore your Santa shirt. And who was it that said that you almost had the beard down, even though you your beard is shorter now than it's been in like many, many months. It's getting a little gray. It is getting a little gray. That might be why. Ah, uh, okay. Mm. Did you read all your labels from your, your presents in your stocking? I did not read all of them. One of them was gendery. Oh, okay. Well, I sent... How, how did you not read the words? Because I was busy manage, like making sure that nothing else needed managing. I, I find this so hard. I, I read the one that said it was from the birds because that's the one that keeps coming back every year because it goes back into the wrapping bin every year <laughs> and you reuse it every year. So I did notice that one, but... But, the rest but that of them wasn't I didn't. in your stockings. No, it wasn't. Yeah, the ones in your stocking were from Santa, and one was from Santa's husband. Oh, I love that. That's great. The kids with their um, the things they wake up to. They when they were little, that was always their Mrs. Santa Claus present. Mm-hmm. But this year, they were all from Mixed Claus. There you go. So good job. Thanks. Yeah, I'm bummed you didn't see Santa's husband. Now that you mention it, I do think I did see that. Usually it's hard for you not to see the words. You are correct. Yeah. Words just make sounds in my brain, in my audiation. Mm-hmm. And we have a Christmas book on the mantle that is called Santa's Husband. Correct. Yeah. So. Besides that, I don't know that there was... Oh, you got um, socks and underwear in your stocking. I did. I did. I got new boxer type underwear that are a whole bunch of queer things. Yes. Mm-hmm. I got you a whole bunch of pride undies. Yes. So is there anything else for now or next time we'll talk about your final recovery from your histo, your final checkup and some other healthcare things. And mm-hmm. But is that it for our holidays now? Yes, that is it. We'd love to hear from you, so let us know what you think or what you want to hear about by emailing us at transpantastic at gmail.com or by commenting at our website, transpantastic.net. Don't forget to subscribe in Stitcher, iTunes, or your favorite podcatcher, and leave us reviews and star ratings. Disclaimer time. We are neither your doctor nor your mental health professional. We are here to discuss our own lives, so we take no responsibility for your decisions based on our discussions. If you are considering transition, please seek professional assistance. 
If you are considering parenting while transitioning, you definitely need professional assistance. All contents are distributed under a Creative Commons no derivative license and may be shared freely in their entirety. Any alteration or less than complete reproduction requires permissions of the hosts. Thanks for listening. Thank you. You're welcome. Well, I'll try to stop that now. I mean, if we don't con- have a video conference to hand it off to this time. <laughs> you and your metamor were trading off the yawns. And I was just watching both of you. Oh, like- when we were watching the movie. Yes. Yeah, video conference. Okay. Yes. When you said conference, I thought work. No, no. Video call. Video call. Yeah, that's different. Yes. I'm trying not to pick up your yawn now. <laughs> Good job. Thanks. Are mm-hmm. we ready? Sure. Okay. No, actually. <laughs> I need a tissue. I'll get you a tissue. Thank you. I just realized it. You have the wrong tissues next to your bed. I use those occasionally. Okay. Bob, are you a good dog? Are you the worst good dog ever? Bob is antsy because he can't be out in the weather. Hmm. So, all right. Okay. <laughs> so annoying. Sorry, I did it right the first time. You did. Did you want to start over? No, you're good. Do you need nasal spray or something else? I don't think so. Okay. Are we ready this time? Maybe. Let's find out. <laughs> yes, sir. Before it's too late. Hi, I'm Jess. And I'm George. Sorry, I put my finger up when I thought you were about to pause. It sounded like you were pausing and then you didn't pause. Continue. You were cleaning his room. I'm so sorry. (laughs) It's more funny to me that there's a big explanation about a small pause than there is, like, a thing that happened. Except. Oh, shit. (laughs) I'm like... There was something, and I'm not thinking of it, so it probably was me. What was it? Oh, it was me. It was you. But you were fine. It was not your fault. (laughs) 